Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. I want to wrap up our two-part mini-series that I started last Wednesday entitled The Church. Somebody say The Church. Amen. The book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 18, is a, uh, the scripture I'm using on this little mini-series. Amen. It says, Upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. Another translation says, I will build my church and the gates of hell, the powers of hell, will not, shall not, will never, ever prevail. Amen. And we, we started looking at, at, at the seven views of the church. I believe it was important for us to look back to know the, the views of the church. Amen. And, and I hit on four of them last week. Amen. And anyone remember what number one was? You all failed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Number one, the assembled church. Remember the assembled church? Number two, the dignity of the church. Number three was the supernatural church. And number four is the one I couldn't produce. Or in <laughs> Indigenous church. Amen. So those are the four right there. Amen. The assembled church, the dignity of the church, the supernatural church, and that last one there, which I will not try to attempt. Amen. Praise the Lord. But which means that last one means the environment that is producing or growing or living. This, these are the, the views of the church. Amen. And so I'm going to number five. You guys ready? I'm going to go through this. Amen. And, and we're going to go eat. Hallelujah. Praise amen. the Lord. Number five, the church is to be self-supporting, self-supporting. The church should generate from within itself. The finances, the resources needed to sustain all that God has placed in it. We, say I, I, we shouldn't have to beg, borrow, or worry. The burden does not fall on the pastor, but the church itself is sustained. Amen? When we do this, when we support the church, when we support the work of the church, amen, we show that we love God and we love his church. How many love Jesus? Amen. We love Jesus, we love his church, and we give into the church. Matthew chapter 10, verse 8 through 15 says this, Heal the sick, raise the dead to life again, heal those who have been sick, uh, who have sin, uh, skin disease, and force demons out of people. And I give you these powers freely. So help others freely. Don't carry any more with you. Gold or silver or copper. Don't carry a bag or extra clothes or sandals or a walking stick. Workers should be given what they need. When you enter a city or a town, find some worthy person there and stay at that home until you leave. When you enter that home, say, peace be with you. Somebody say, peace be with you. 
If the people there welcome you, let your peace stay there. But if they don't welcome you, listen, take back your peace that you wish on them. Come on. And if the town or the home refuses to welcome you or listen to you, leave that place, shake the dust off your feet. I tell you the truth, on judgment day, it will be better for the town of Sodom and Gomorrah than the people of that town. See, everything that Jesus planned, uh, everything that he was going to do in world evangelism depended on the disciples learning this lesson that the church was to be supported within itself, sustained in itself, governed and disciplined within itself. When we as a church, we as a church must be self-supporting. In every situation that hits the church through pandemics, crisis, Hard times, any time, any time of the struggles, amen. Believers must be taught about tithing and giving, that we continue to be self-supporting. Our giving does not stop through tough times, church. Come on, we keep on giving. So tell your neighbor, keep giving. Come on now, come on, we, we, we continue to give, amen, uh, uh, what, what belongs to him, what is his, amen, even through the hard times, we stay faithful to God, just like we heard about this, this poor widow, amen, giving all that she had. The Bible says that she gave all that she had. She, 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 didn't, she, didn't, she didn't just give a portion. She didn't just give something of what, a portion of what she had. She gave everything that she had into that trusting God. You know what? I'm still going to support the church. I, I'm still going to give my part. Amen. I, I love God. I love the church. And so I'm going to continue to support the church. No matter what's going on in my life, I am going to trust God to take care of me. Listen, when this part of worship is violated, listen, violated, the gospel is hindered. Giving, did you know that giving is part of worship? It's part of worship. It's part of, you know, if we are giving, then we are worshiping God. That's why the devil fights giving so hard. That's why the devil says, you know what, don't give. All they want is your money. All they want, you know, they, that's all, that's what the devil says to you. You know, don't give, you're going through a hard time. Don't give, you, you need that. He, he starts to feed that to that you can depend on the money and yourself than God. Come on, you know, it's, it's just like uh, Brother Phil was talking about Paul, and I, and I thought about Paul, that Paul gives what he has, and I appreciate that, but God takes care of Paul. God takes care of Paul. Come on, come on. You, he's not hungry. He's, I, I think he's fed. I think he gets the food. I think everything that God, that he needs from God, God gives him. And he don't come asking for anything. God just gives it to him. And God blesses him. Wherever he goes, he's blessed. Wherever church he visits, he's blessed. Why? Because he gives. He trusts God. Pretty sure that he can hold on. He would probably build that, amen. And I'd probably do it, amen. I'd probably just build it up. <laughs> but not Paul. Paul says, I'm going to trust God. He don't come hounding. He don't come anything. He trusts in God. And the devil fights us. The devil can probably mess with his mind. Why, why are you giving that? You don't need that. You don't work. You don't need to tithe. You don't need to give anything. But this is how the devil fights us. 
Come on, he puts things in our minds. Don't give, no give. Why? Because he wants you to be ripped off from a blessing. He wants you to be ripped off what God can do in your life. Jesus said the workman is worthy of his hire. Those who preach the gospel are to be supported by the gospel. That's why we support evangelists and guest speakers that come in. That's why I say give a love offering or put something aside. Give to this cause. Give to this ministry. Amen. We believe in supporting the gospel. Can somebody say amen? Philippians chapter 4.15 says this. As you know, you Philippians are the only ones. This is Paul speaking here. You are the only ones who gave me financial help when I brought you the good news. And then I traveled on to Macedonia. No other church did this. So Paul ta- stops right here in the middle of the gospel, amen, stops here in Philippians to mention about the church here, amen. And churches, uh, Paul is commending this church of Philippi for valuing the ministry. They gave to support his teaching and the preaching of the gospel. He's telling the Philippians and the other churches, you know what, the, the Philippians gave, but the other churches neglected in this part of the ministry of supporting the gospel. 1 Thessalonians 5.12 says that to recognize those who labor among you and over you. 1 Timothy 5.17 says this, let the elders, the pastors who rule be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture says you should not muzzle the ox while it treads out the grain, and the laborer is worthy of his wages. Amen. Paul was giving an understanding here of how precious the ministry is. And it's to be valued. How many value the church? How many value the word? Come on, how many value the preaching? Amen. How about the guest speakers we bring in? Amen. Uh, Or the evangelist that comes in. How many appreciate when God's moving and touching your lives? Amen. And speaks over you. Amen. We, We have to value the gospel. And this is to be, it's to be value. Those who minister are worthy, listen, of double honor. Another translation says, twice of what a normal wage is. The minister of the gospel should not be ashamed of being supported by the gospel he preaches. So we're going to collect an offering for me right now. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> First Corinthians 9.14 says this, Even so the Lord has commanded those who preach the gospel should live from the gospel. Okay? So number five is what? Supporting. The church should be self-supporting. Number six. Acquire financial resources. Some churches will do almost anything to raise money for the work of God. And God doesn't want us, listen, as a church to beg or create gimmicks to support the work. All God needs, listen, all God needs is a group of people that have been, that have had the power of sin broken in their lives, a, a, a group of people that have been transformed by the Holy Spirit, a, a group of people that have been washed by the blood of Jesus, a, a group of people that have been delivered by the power of greed. And I think those people are in this house. Come on, somebody say yes. 
That's all that's needed to support the local church. It's just a bunch of people whose lives have been turned around. That's all it takes. And when you start to give that way, church, and, and you don't you don't start to think the way you came in, or, or a thief, or greed, amen, but you are people that says, man, God has transformed me, the blood of Jesus has broken those sins upon my life, amen, that we can be a people that simply just give and support the church. First Chronicles chapter 26, 27 says, some of the spoils won in battle, are, have, they have dedicated to maintain the house of the Lord. This is how the work of God was maintained, amen, overthrowing the devil's strongholds. Uh, kingdom victories are what sustain the work of God. Come on, you are a kingdom victory. You are a kingdom victory, amen. And those things there, you turn around and you support and sustain. See, when we were without God, listen, when you were not saved, when you were not coming to church, amen, come on, you spend your money on drugs, come on somebody, booze, entertainment, and who knows what else you bought. You, in reality, were supporting the kingdom of the devil, And they didn't twist your arm. You just gave it and spend it. Because you want it. You want it. Come on, you remember, amen? Uh, come on, at the end of the night, amen, the booze was gone, that hat passed around. Come on, give what you got. Come on, come on, give me all you got in that pocket. We're going to go buy another 12-pack, another, another case, whatever it is. And, and so we would give what we had, just like that widow. Come on, we, 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 wanted, we wanted more. Anybody want more God? Anybody want more God? Come on, sometimes we just got to give more. You know what? I just want more God. I've been blessed. I just want to give a little extra because I want some more God. But when we get saved, church, we need to tithe and support the church. We need to support the kingdom of God. Come on, it's a, it's a, it's a clear clue that the church that is receiving what is being blessed, amen? They're, 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 what's being preached, amen? Uh, you know, we, there's a clue. When you see a church, amen, uh, receiving, amen, uh, what's being preached, amen, you see that church uh, that is self-supporting. Come on, it's not just a church that has a good church attendance or people not just, or just showing up, amen, but the people that will come to support the gospel. If the gospel we preach, listen, does not produce self-supporting churches, then there's something wrong with either us, say me, the, cost, the, the gospel we preach, or the people hearing it. If we don't support the gospel, then we will not have a gospel to support. Matthew chapter 10, verse 40 to 41 says this, He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. This is a promise to you and I from Jesus that, that those who will support the gospel, there is a spiritual grace given to the giver. I don't know about you, but I'm blessed. I'm not, not stressed. I'm anointed, not disappointed. Hallelujah. Come on, then you know what? God takes care of me. 
Have I had seasons of struggle just like Fino was talking about, Brother Fino, amen, of hard times? Yes. But God blesses. God is maintaining. God is always taking care. And now he's just going over. He's just blessing me. He's blessing us because we've been faithful. And he's been faithful. And God has just shown us how to maintain and, and be good stewards. Listen, good stewards of what he has given you. That's the key. You got to be a good steward of what God has given you. Right? If, you're worth, if, you, if you can maintain uh, the little, he'll give you the much. Come on, he's not going to just give it, dump it on you when we get saved. I think all of us will backslide. Come on, we, if God just blessed us, amen, and we were just rolling in dough, we'd be gone in a month, amen, hallelujah. Come on. But if we can learn to appreciate, come here, some, come on, somebody. If we can learn to appreciate, amen, and we're getting through, and man, we're just making it, we're just going through, God's made it again, you know what, I, you know, I don't have everything I want, but I have everything I need. He just starts to sustain that. Now you've been faithful with a little. He says, now you'll be faithful with the much. You'll know how to handle the much when it comes. You won't just go crazy buying everything. Right? People hit the lotto, man, and man, you hear stories afterward. They commit suicide. They lose it all. Or they just die. And they die. And they die with nothing. See, God is good to us. He's not being mean. He's not trying. He's trying to to help you to appreciate what he's given you and how to be a good steward over what he's given you. But this is a promise that when we give, we support the gospel, there's spiritual blessings released to the giver. Philippians chapter 4, 17 says, I, I don't say this because I, I want a gift from you. Rather, that you receive, say I receive, that you receive a reward for your kindness. Verse 19 says, and this, this same God who takes care of me, say me, will supply all your needs. Somebody say all my needs. Is it every need? Every need? Is God a liar? So what, what would he do? He'll take care of what? All your needs. You'll never be lacking with God. When you, when, you, when you give this same God who, who takes care of me, this is, a, this, is a, this is a Paul speaking here, who takes care of me will take care of you, take care of all your needs, amen, according to his glorious riches that have been given to us in Christ Jesus. We as Christians, listen, are never lacking. We as Christians sometimes are just getting greedy. We complain. You know, we complain about this. And some of us got some stimulus stuff and, and kickbacks and all this stuff. Amen. And, and come on, some of you guys got some money. You guys got a lot of money, and now it's gone. It's the truth. Instead of storing that away, and money that you probably would have never had, we should have stored that away. We should have put it where it needed to go. That, that was what, what the money was needed, to support and let the economy keep on going. But take care of your needs, but then be smart with it as well. Can somebody say amen? This same God who takes care of me would take care of all your needs. 
Paul's telling the Philippians uh, that they have a special blessing, amen, because they gave and supported his ministry as he preached the gospel. And so he commends them and says, you know what? You are the only church that gave to the cause. The others neglected this part of their ministry. So number one or number five was what? Self-supporting. Number six, acquiring financial resources. And the last one, number seven, the pioneer church. (laughs) Church. Hallelujah. We believe. Say, I believe. We believe in church planting. Come on. Though we have not planted, I'm telling you, we have sown. We have sown in other churches. We have sown in other ministries to the pioneer works that are out there. We believe in supporting churches. We support missionaries. We support other churches, other ministries from our church. We support evangelists. There, there, there's resources that are going out that you guys don't even know that we as a church, me and my wife, as we decide to plan it into other ministries. Why? Because we want fruit in this ministry. So I believe if I support or I give seed to a ministry, that it will bless us. You're part of us. I sow behalf of you for our church so that we can benefit. And I sow into ministry. We, we believe in the pioneer work. We believe in the supporting of the missionaries and other works that are out there. This is the only way to reproduce, listen, the church. It's a multiplication process of world evangelism. It costs to pioneer. It costs the church, and it costs those that are going. We must continue, listen, to challenge couples to go. Somebody say go. Come on, we got to go, amen. We need to start sending out, amen. I know that we have sown and sown in this in this church, amen. And I believe that the, the seams are going to break. I believe that something's going to happen. Someone will stand up in here. Maybe not here right now. Maybe coming soon, amen, that we will start planting churches. This is what we came for, amen. Uh, I believe that in this church, we're going to plant in four churches here in Las Vegas. This was a vision that God gave me. 21 years ago, amen, that it's unfolding. I believe that's going to come. It's going to come, church. But we have to understand that we need to believe in the pioneer work. We need to go back to win, build, serve, sin. See you later. Go take that side of the city, amen. Come on, we can it'd be a corporate church, amen. But we just have another satellite church, another church on that side, on the east side, amen, that we can make it grow, that we can win Las Vegas for Jesus. Can somebody say amen? We must continue to make those challenges. We must send them in. We must put our, our families, our lives, our future, and our money on the line. And we must be willing to take the risks. Risk takers are world changers, church. We got to take risks. We risked everything for when we came out here. Why? Because we believe in the cause. We believe in the pioneer work. We believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We believe that it should be preached everywhere to reach those, to reach you. God brought us for you. (laughs) 
He did. He was thinking about you. That has nothing to do with me or my wife. We just, we just said, send us. We'll go. And we came. That's nothing that we do. It's all about what God does. And you were on God's heart. Even when you were unborn. Even though they were not even thought of. He was in here for these, these little girls here. He was already thinking, yeah, you. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> oh, I got a smile over her. Woo! That's victory right there. Hey, man. He was thinking about you guys. He was thinking that one day that you're going to need a church. You're going to need a place to come, amen. He was thinking about you because there was a pioneer work, amen, at a church, a mother church that invested into a couple and said, you know what, we believe in you. Go, amen. Preach the gospel. We'll support you. We got your back. We got your prayers, amen. And then we came out, amen, and got moved, amen. And then we ourselves became a self-supporting church. He knew that you would be here in 2021 looking for something. He knew that you would run here to find you. That's what God did. He knew that one day from the Philippines that you'll come to right here to Las Vegas. He says, I'm going to send a church. I'm going to prepare them for you guys. He knew that. That's how awesome God is. And he lined it up. And lined it up. He knew that you would find you in the streets and say, you know what, I'm going to find a home for you. And you can break these struggles. It's going to be hard, but if you, if you keep it up, I'm telling you, I'll supply all your needs. He already thought of that. He thought of you guys. He thought of everyone, every single person here. Knew that you can come to a place and break the sin of alcohol. He says, I'm going to bring you a house and I'm going to do something in your life. Came and broke that. Put a marriage together. A man that was in jail. He says, I'm going to build a church. He's going to come and get saved. And restore brokenness. Right? Sarah, you were the first one he looked for. Remember that? You and your sister. devil busted in your house. I mean, the, the devil. The God busted in while the devil was there, too. We kicked the devil out. Amen. Hallelujah. But didn't God bust in? Through Pastor Bobby, Amesqua, remember? He came in and just start, took over. And here you are. Why? Because God thought of you guys and your kids. Oh, he was a baby. <laughs> Why? Because we believe in the pioneer work. And there are people out there waiting for another church to come, for the story to continue, and the church to keep on going. Come on, we're not supposed to sit here, guys. We'll go out. For that, for those special works that are inside of us, is to go out. Because there's other people just like you that God has on their heart waiting for someone to go, waiting for someone to say, here I am, my God, send me. And then the whole thing starts all over again and reproduces the church again. And that church reproduces. It's just a growing thing. It just grows, church, all the way from the book of Acts to where we are today and all around the world. Risk takers, 
are world changers. And if we fail somewhere, we got to try again. We try again. I, that's what I told my wife. If we, come out, if we came out here and we failed in Las Vegas, we go back and I would tell my pastor, we're going back out again. Send me out somewhere else. Hawaii. Caribbeans. Somewhere tropical. Hallelujah. <laughs> no, that, me, I told my wife that. I said, if it doesn't work, we're going back, but we're not staying home. We're going back right out. I'm not going to just say, okay, I failed. Um, that's it. It's over. No. Uh, we already had a mind that if we go back, we're going back out. And we'll go somewhere. We go somewhere else. I, I was, my intentions were always to be out of L.A., out of California. I was always going to go to another state, wherever it is. But if this didn't work out, we would go out to another state again and try this all over again because it's worth it. Can somebody say amen? amen. Romans chapter 10. Thank you for that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. See, you, you need to be in church, not in class right here. Amen. <laughs> Romans chapter 10, 14 and 15. I'll close with this. It says, how, shall, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As we close tonight, church, we the church, we have to continue to be the church and do our part. Somebody say, I'm going to do my part. And let's do these seven views of the church. Let's be the seven views of the assembled church, the, the supernatural church. Uh, come on, the, the, the self-supporting church. All this that we learned through this two-part mini-series, that this is who we are as a church. And we function in those views, and we function in each one of those categories, that we as a church, church, church will continue to grow and multiply and continue to reach others. I'm here for souls, church. I'm not here just for the small group or anything. I'm here to reach souls, amen. Whether it's expanding, growing, wherever it is, is to reach souls and preach the gospel. And that's what we're here for. And once we start to understand these views and we start to support these views and start to do what we need to be as a church, if we fall in any area of, this church, of these views, then we've fallen, church, uh, fallen short as a church. The power of assembling together, the power of supporting the, 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 the supernatural. We need the supernatural move, church. All these things that we learned last week to this week right now of the church and supporting the church, this is what makes it grow. And when we do this as a church, no one, listen, no one in the church lacks. You'll never lack. Will we fall short? Will we need things? Yeah, but you'll never, you'll never lack. God will fulfill every need. Everything that you think you, that, you, that you need, he'll supply. He'll supply. You won't go hungry. You won't go, you won't go anywhere. God will always supply. Come on. From who we are, from the lowest to the highest, whatever it is, God's not a respecter. God takes care of all.